Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to <laughs> Hollywood and Wine, a podcast hosted by four guys who love the industry almost as much as they like complaining about it. That took me five times this week. Uh, I don't know why, but here we are at the beginning. And what better time to introduce ourselves? Uh, my name's Adrian Ald. I'll be your host. Kind of the one who doesn't know what they're talking about, but has the ability to ask the questions that will elucidate that for everyone at home. This is Jacob. Fucking elucidate. <laughs> uh, I'll also be here to elucidate things for you. Um, it sounded weird when you said it. Yeah, I, know. I, don't think it sounds, I don't think it sounds good. Uh, okay, that's good. Great. <laughs> uh, BJ Lyles here. God damn it. Uh, here to elucidate nothing. And to my left is Luke Ganswell. Hello. I think it's Lucas, though. I think it's what we. It is Lucas. Lucas. We've we established Lucas, it as Lucas. Lucas Gansmo. We'll get into this later. According <laughs> to your email signature, it's Lucas. It is. Yeah, you know, it's the funny. company I, you I work for, and then your last name. <laughs> Lucas dot That's it. Um, so uh, we've got I'm a few glad topics know this my week. Email now. <laughs> I didn't say that's what it was. <laughs> Send me something. It's at hotmail. It's at hotmail.co.uk. <laughs> uh, so we have a few things to talk about this week. Of course, always something happening here in Hollywood. And uh, I mean, we may as well kick off things with the 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 top breaking news. As of this point in time, and uh, of course we've got Michael Shannon as the front runner to play Cable in Deadpool Two. Didn't he already play a villain in a comic book movie? Yeah. Oh, I think that was one that wasn't very good. Right. So it doesn't count. Right. But he was. For those who don't understand, it's, in it. it's that's Man of Steel, and he played General Zod. Yeah. So that's what you guys know. But then he got revived. Yeah. In or they used his cells to make in Doomsday. Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Okay. Which is dumb. But there is no rule against. I mean. There's nothing wrong with playing. Give a, someone else a, a chance. Villain. Yes, I. There were so many other people who also, wanted to play Cable. Wasn't well, what superhero movie was Ryan Reynolds in before Deadpool? Right. Green so, Lantern. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you were actually I was asking. making a point that. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Um, but thank you for trying to. Also, Captain many, America times, was Johnny Flame in Fantastic Four. Right. How many times has Chris Evans played a superhero? Is what I was about it's to say. That's all you can do. Yes. That's all you can do. Hold on a second. That's not true. That's 100 percent true. No, Chris Evans is a national treasure. <laughs> all you can do is play superheroes. He's a wonderful person. Name two really other good. movies that he's been great in other than... Snowpiercer and The Nanny Diaries. <laughs> okay, well, first of all, Snowpiercer, he plays Captain America in no, that movie. No, he doesn't. He plays a guy with a beard. <laughs> Speaking of characters that are very alike, Scarlett Johansson and Nanny Diaries and now Ghost in the Shell, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see how you go. Get where you're going. Yeah. It was just a joke. Get where you, oh, okay. A bad one. That was a, that was a reach. Um, okay, I would like to... Here's who I thought was going to play Cable as soon as they mentioned it is Stephen Lang who was amazing in Avatar, um, and then was also great in Don't Breathe. Was he one of the um, blue ones? Right. No, he was the one that wasn't <laughs> blue, uh, that wasn't G.I.O.B.C. He was the Army BC. guy. Oh, okay. He's yeah. awesome. He's the bad guy. He's the blind guy in Don't Breathe. Did you see Don't Breathe? I did see Don't Breathe. It's amazing. He's, he's phenomenal. He's such a great actor. Um, and then also Ron Perlman was being considered, um, similar to Stephen Lang, played Hellboy. I uh, love Michael Shannon. Jeffrey Dean. great. Jeffrey Dean Morgan would have been great, and I also thought that I think that this was put out that they were talking to David Harbour about it, the cop yeah. from Stranger Things, um, who would have been amazing because he's just a really compelling and, actor. Uh, newsroom, yeah, right? it's yeah. great in the newsroom. Elliot, yes, no, but okay. I think Michael so, Shannon's incredible, and I think he'd fit perfectly in Deadpool. And how, I how don't do you, agree I think with he's, that. You don't think he's incredible? No, I think he's incredible. I don't think he. I don't. I don't see what. I think he's good. Did you see Night Before? Well, I just don't see. What do you mean he would fit perfectly yeah, into? Have you seen the night before? I don't even know what that is. The 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 Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh no. Okay, he's in that. 
and he's oh, really assumed. good. But I'm saying like his character. If you see that movie, the way oh. he plays that character. Have you seen it? Yeah, like, yeah. Wouldn't I he forgot be, he was he in kind of good in that. Like, yeah, and it's him doing a comedic thing. He did it really well. Okay, I think I think he'd be perfect. Yeah, but I don't think it needs to be comedic. I think if you watched the if you watch the first Deadpool, I know, that, but he's, he's not delivering he's, a funny performance. But what I'm saying is Michael Shannon's performance in Night Before isn't comedic because he's playing a comedic. It's because he's playing it straight. Okay. Right, I mean, you, you need a straight man in that Deadpool kind yeah. of system. But you also think about... System of, like, what's know? that video of Michael Shannon reading the uh, sorority letter? Do you know what I'm oh, talking about? Oh, yes, the letter like, that the head yeah, of yeah. D- DG wrote Which, out? If you haven't seen this video, it's incredible. There's like this. There was this letter that went viral of like this sorority. I think it was girl. an Alabama sorority where she was writing about like appropriate things to do before mixers. If those who are listening don't understand Greek life, it's a fucking mess. Um, but it was a super intense letter, and Michael yeah. Shannon did a cold read of it. What do you <laughs> mean Greek life? Die. What are we talking so about? So Greek life are fraternities and sororities and at colleges, so they're notoriously insane in the South. Um, and Way to, the, way to piss off our South God. Greek listeners. Sorry, they are. Yeah, sorry, sorry about those guys down there studying hard. Stick uh, around, please. Yeah, please. I didn't, okay, I didn't say that everyone in the South is in a fraternity <laughs> and sucks. Uh, I said that no, fraternities and sororities are notoriously insane in the South, which I stand by. Like um, wild? Like party? Yes. No, and also like really, 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 really strict about what you're allowed to do, what All you right. have to do to get into those oh, fraternities see, and sororities. Okay. You come into school freshman year or first year at a school and you have to pick which fraternity or sorority you're going right. into. See, so I've only got American I, movies to understand what. Yeah. Yes, if you, then you got it. Then you got it. If that's you've watched Animal House, that's. I mean, honestly, like I was in a fraternity. That's that's. So was that? That's a decent representation yeah. of it. Congratulations. Uh, sometimes, by the way. I mean, a lot. Thank, of, thank you. you so much. It took a lot. Um, but I don't know why that, that's funny. That letter is great. Um, yes. Okay. But I do still think that Stephen Lang would be <laughs> amazing. Okay. Sorry. Well. Uh, how do we feel about Deadpool Two? Is that something like so I mean, is it, is it, it. worth it's revisiting? No, like, here, is there a risk of of throwing the whole thing out the window it, and getting it wrong? Or? Here's my concern. So Tim uh, Miller's not doing it, right? Yeah, right. he bowed so out because he got into creative differences with Ryan Reynolds. I always think that's a bad sign. Yeah, as always. I mean, yeah. they have the same screenwriters, I think, but which is good. But like, I just think like, what was that? Oh my, what was that Will Smith movie? from last year collateral beauty yes and the director alfonso gomez Rayon sure, from sure. Okay. meaner okay. on the dying girl was supposed to do it and then he got in creative differences with will smith who i think will smith is notorious for not being able to work with like director like he needs to have control on the set which is why he doesn't work with like a, it's why he bothers out of like a quentin tarantino movie it's because he doesn't have the control on that set right, right. you're about to get a real mean email from will smith because you you oh, said it God. earlier sorry will um, that's a big mistake actually love your music you know the whole uh, church of Scientology <laughs> is going to come after us um, but oh, I, I just think whatever like when, it just concerns me that the director of it and they get in creative differences and it's like I feel like there's something that could be awry there yes that's correct wasn't Which it I, there was some sort of like craziness that happened when they were moving into production or during production with Deadpool where the writers switched out or something like that didn't I, I think it's the director it was the, the director, director left for yeah. two okay Oh, that it was for number two. That's what I'm referring to. Yeah, okay. yeah. very cool. The first one was a real rocky trip to get out, but that's right. a whole saga that we don't need to go over. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, very good. So, I mean, uh, we also have some news about Series Mania. Now, we were talking about this just a, a little bit earlier, and Brian and, and Jacob um, mentioned that they didn't really fully understand what this thing was. So, Luke, you, you've uh, got a bit more info on it. Well, it's like a – it's in Paris – it's like a film festival, but for television. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's the world's biggest and it's, television. And it's like festival. yeah, but it's like ten. They have ten shows that are in competition. 
it's being judged by um Damon Lindelof. Yes, the the leftover guys. Uh and Justin Thoreau's there too, on judging it. Um I don't know why. Uh what? he's probably in the leftovers. He's a writer. Is he a writer? Yeah, he's a writer. He's he's a, for he Tropic Thunder. Yeah. No, he wrote it. Didn't he write so. it solo? I, I don't know if he got if he was a co writer or, or sole writer. He's written a few he, he's, he's great. A of, he's, he's written great. a lot of He wrote he wrote Your so, Highness. He also so wrote Zoolander. Thank too. God for him. Um, oh, we picked two good ones. <laughs> uh, but I Sorry, just think Justin. it's interesting because one of the m- biggest things about is film festivals, right? So you right. have Sundance and Telluride and Venice, and these things are the biggest deal in the world every right. year because like, these are going to be the Oscar movies. And TV, everyone's talking about how TV, oh, it's on the up. It's becoming the biggest thing. It's, it's overtaking film. I think there should be festivals like this. And I'm just more excited about the shows that are in it. Um, yeah, I, know well, I love Dick I, is in I mean, it. I, I love Dick and uh, I'm dying up here. They're in direct competition and the leftovers producers are going to be judging. Yeah. Judging that. Well, also, sorry, go on. I'm dying up here as a show I'm incredibly excited about. Yeah, that's Jim Carrey's one. Right? Yeah, he's producing it and it's about the comedy oh, the store in the 70s. Ooh, and they're all playing that. thinly yeah, veiled versions yeah, of the actual characters. And Leno and Williams yeah, and yeah, I'm in on that. Um, who is Andy Melissa Kaufman. Leo playing? I can't remember who she's a. Like their names are not the actual people yeah. they're playing, but, but that was a wild time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I think that's gonna be a, a there's a lot of story there. Show. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. down for that for sure. And I mean, you've got also um, TV series from all over the world as well, not just American television. So, but, yeah, but who but, cares about any of that? Yeah, is right, it, guys, I think so it's interesting that I love Dick <laughs> is in there because I had heard some stuff about it that it wasn't supposed to be all that good. Really. Um, well, it's a very, very popular. No, take book. it there. Take it there. <laughs> no, I want to hear it because I feel like you got a lot of <laughs> options, but I don't think that you were going to pick the best there one. There were so many jokes, and I passed them all. They all probably would have been disappointments, anyways. Yeah. Like. So uh, wait. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> so do they do they create a whole season, or is it just a pilot that goes up for? I love Dick is done. So why is it in competition? It's just college. Like, for what's me. it competing for? What's like the best show? That was that's pretty it? good. I, I, like I so, it's the Oscars. Thank you. Well, Thank you. it's not like at this. It's not like, like, like at the Sundance, whole reason the you have. Done. They're competing. What's the best movie? Well, no, you but know, the whole reason you have Sundance is so you can pick up a distributor and you go wide, right? Because they don't have the cash for that. Well, that's There's why a lot of movies at Sundance though that have distributors. Some. Well, and well, Animals, the HBO pilot was the first one to, s- to screen at Sundance. I think yeah. it screened at Sundance like two years ago, and it got was picked it up. Was it Sundance or was it South by Southwest? No, it wasn't South by Southwest because that wouldn't have been as big of a deal. No, not at all. But my point was, it was interesting to me if they were like making a pilot and then putting in a TV festival and then that winner got picked up for there that's the new york that's the new york tv festival that does that you but make a pilot and oh this is just for like quote unquote winner of the festival yeah but, okay but I, I think so also, well think about I mean, it it's also for a lot of i mean not like you got to think of, of, of television production outside of the states as well it's not as big a industry it's like you know a lot of these like smaller productions are, are also looking to get you know, coverage elsewhere or like right. be seen elsewhere. Yeah, it's drawing viewership. <laughs> Absolutely. To your Absolutely. Oh, and we need to figure out which foreign TV show we need to make an American version of. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that works every time, <laughs> I think. Because every time that works. Uh, what? You've yeah. got The Office. And? Uh, you got Grace Point, which is the terrible version of Broadchurch. I mean, which is Broadchurch? It's a great TV show. Big Bang Theory. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 no, Episodes, though, was a British show. And I love that show. That's true. Wait, that's no, true. stop. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, it was. What about Teachers? Did Teachers end up here? Wait, was no. Episodes really a British yeah. show? Yeah. It was a British show. <laughs> it was Kath and Kim. That's what's so amazing about it. Kath and Kim was a great Australian show that you guys fucked up really badly. Oh, um, I remember hearing about it. The that. IT crowd was a... Uh, IT crowd definitely was. The IT crowd was a garbage pilot with Joel McHale, and they took Richard Iote and it, they messed it up. Do you, yeah. think, do you think America has learned just to take 
the other product and not try and remake it into something else? Was I think there was a big spurge of that after The Office. I think you're wrong. I think right. The Office was a phenomenon because it pretty much killed sitcoms for the most part, except for a handful on CBS. Sure. And everyone yeah. went Office. I ro- documentary style. Funnily enough, in the same way that the Amer- the UK office yeah. did the same thing yeah. elsewhere. Right. So I think after that, the years after that, there was, oh, well, let's find any UK, Australian popular show and do an American version. Right. Especially if it's single camera. Right. right. Um, so. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. There hasn't been too many successes. No. I, I'm just wondering if, the, if like, they're like, you know what, let's we'll stop doing this thing where we try and remake it and with, never with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon the, where they purchase shows whether they'll just stop trying to remake them but they won't but the you most know what I mean? they'll just put the UK version or the original version on on the screen they won't because the thing is like there's huge successes from like think of House of Cards is the best example oh, people great. didn't watch House of Cards the UK version and if they did they saw that it was a really great show but also it's inaccessible because parliament is really confusing to right. Americans, so it's like, different. what yeah. makes sense is for an American audience is to look at the the U.S. government. So you think you think it's like a cultural? I shift? think it it's will about never shifting it for the culture of n- American culture for it to no. translate. Well, that's a nice way of looking at it. I think it's really just they see success and they want to replicate it because that's like should be guaranteed money. Right. So it's about money. it's about money, but it's also about like you know you have to get the right people behind it. So Bo Willeman writing a, a TV show about politics is obviously going to be really good with Fincher directing it because Bo Willeman wrote the play Farragut North which turned into the Ides of March the Ryan Gosling George Clooney movie so he and he worked on um, oh fuck who's the dude uh, Howard Dean's campaign so like he knows politics and he knows drama so that's why that worked but then you know I I don't know who was responsible for the IT crowd pilot but it wasn't Good. It didn't translate. Right. Well, you can also, watch the, the way pilot. it was produced, I Teach Crowd was way different than like House of Cards, where and Netflix was like, we just need shit for our library. So here, Fincher, here, mm-hmm. you know, all you guys go do it. Just go. We need, and then we're gonna go greenlight all this other stuff too, and let them do their stuff. And I think that's what's been more important now with Netflix and Amazon is they let the creators do their own thing. Do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Without being like, let's hit the middle ground in all four quadrants and yada, yada, yada. You know, like CBS has to. Just right. if you want to revisit episodes was never a British TV. That's the conceit of the show <laughs> is that it was a British I know show. the conceit of the show. And I've then it becomes, right. It's not. <laughs> all right. Let's, we're, we, I mean, we're working towards having a new segment that's called Jacob Was Wrong. But maybe it could be called Jacob Was Wrong and then whoever was wrong can fit into that segment. Yeah. This one's, uh, oh, did we ever revisit whether I said. Chris Pine or Chris Pratt? No, because I definitely said Chris Pine. You, de- uh, he definitely okay. said Chris Pine. I don't one hundred percent remember what the argument was. Right, um, I'll be honest. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a while. Guess the people who are listening to this don't either. <laughs> yes, they um, do. Yes, they do. They know. Yeah, but our fans in the Greek system in the South stopped They've listening. They just turned off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were invested. So, so sorry, Bama. Them and, um, them and Will Smith. Yeah. The whole he's, <laughs> he's got to know where this goes. <laughs> Fascinated in the through line of it. Should we move on to another topic? Oh uh, well, I was gonna say. Um, okay, well, yeah, okay, let's do that. Um, <laughs> so like, I'm sorry if you have something else, please. Well, no, uh, there was one thing that you wanted to talk about in the segment that was called Jacob was wrong. Oh, yeah, uh, I would like to apologize to the viewers. I had no idea Kieran Knightley was so fucking young. Uh, sorry, say it again. Sorry, I said viewers. Listeners. They could watch it. That like watch the time go by on the like on their iPhone. Okay, I'm sorry, listeners. Uh, Kira Knightley, so young. I had no yeah. idea how young she was. So theoretically, she and Emma Watson could be up for the same roles. Thank you. 
It's still a mystery yeah, as no to problem. why I brought that up in the first place. But the yeah. main fact... The main problem is here is that she's like five years older than Emma Watson, which also, still blows my mind. Remember when I brought up... I just remembered this, too. Remember yep, when I brought up how the Adam Sandler movies on Netflix are the most watched things? And you're yeah. like, oh, they're just saying that? Or something like that. You said I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> Netflix, uh, like the other day, announced that like Ridiculous 6 and whatever the other one he made were, are like the most watched things they've ever had on Netflix. Yeah, I didn't... I. You can go back and you argued. I would like it. to. I did. I said they could be making that up. They could be. To boost the fact that they made this deal so the deal seems profitable. And I didn't argue anything fact because I have no fucking idea. Seems crazy to me, but it's fine. But they also, we talked about this last time, they do organize the home screen so that you get to, you click on that stuff first if you're bored. And also that's I think true. that's going to change because Adam Sandler was like the first test route to do a Netflix original movie straight to Netflix with a big star. Now we're gonna get the new Brad Pitt movie straight to Netflix. Yeah, crazy. What? Which is the nuts. new the new Will Smith one, the new Will the, Smith movie, uh, the what? Vampire and Warlock one. Yeah, that looks that like trailer nuts. premiered what during the Super Bowl or during the Oscars or something? yeah during the Oscars. The Oscars. Yeah. It just came out of nowhere. And wait, it looks wait, so movie? cool. The, the Shine a Light. No, 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 no. Shine. 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 Bright, Sorry. No, bright. 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 Yes. The one they did it with uh, Max Landis. That was like a ninety million dollar deal. Yeah. Okay. Seven. And the, seven. The trailer for the Brad Pitt movie. Sure. The trailer for the Brad Pitt movie looks great. Which, oh yeah, the um, the one about the general in right. the Iraq War who has so no when idea. When we what the say Brad Pitt movie, Brad Pitt's we saying, making a war movie. I'm saying. I'm wait, saying, stop. That's crazy. <laughs> are we saying um, Brad Pitt's in it, or are we he saying he's it. producing? He's starring it? in it. Brad Pitt's in it. Okay, but he's. It's not. It's not being released in theaters. Not, I don't think it's Plan B. It has nothing to do with Plan B. Okay. It's not being in theaters. It's like him. Let me try this out. You know, he's friends with Fincher, right. who made the deal with House of Cards. So. It's right. That's a big change if movie stars are going to start putting things out straight to video. That is actually a great lead-in to the next point. Well, yeah, I mean, there's two paths here. Uh, one is that the net, that, cool. that okay. the studios are going to be going you know rent before the movie is released for like thirty bucks or something. But also, Netflix has got moving to a thumbs up, thumbs down rating system instead of the stars. Um, Wait, you but you skipped over the part that was just what we were talking about. Oh, what was it? The thumbs up, thumbs down doesn't but the fact that theaters or studios are considering pushing things straight to on demand f- at the same time as theaters for 30 bucks. I think yeah. it's stupid. I think that has to do with what we're talking about because they're going to be scared that a movie like Bright is going to do so fucking well. But it it's going to do well. Right. But it's also tough to do well in what like it's just gonna people are gonna watch it because like, people are gonna say they're gonna the audience are sitting at home going oh my god this is so cool Netflix is giving us a Will Smith movie that I can watch my home tonight and I don't have to pay any more than I'm already paying to see it no I know I know but like how do you it's so interesting though how do they monetize this stuff like I know new subscribers Netflix? are the, yeah new well, subscribers is what they want yeah subscribers is all that matters for right them. right yeah it's keeping their current subscribers but then anybody who doesn't have netflix are saying oh my god they're getting like will smith movies that i have no access to. well the other thing is that eventually once this once they keep churning out good material they'll get to raise their prices oh they continue they're gonna raise their prices yeah they already have we're gonna get year. up to like 15 in the next five years yeah easily. pretty soon you're gonna be paying 20 dollars a month right yeah and i mean and when that many subscribers they're gonna, it's an 10, insane amount of 15, money. 20 yeah. bucks a month. Yeah. That's a fuck ton of money. Yeah. That's, that's, Who cares but, about whether but they're also the pushing things right. straight to to home for 30 bucks, I think, is a horrible, horrible fucking idea. idea. Like, I don't even. For the studios, yeah. I, I think it's that's it's not a good idea. It's just like some theaters are, in, like, there's a theater, I can't remember where, that's installing a playroom so the kids can play while the movie is going and it's like well what? this is not a new idea this has been tried before no i know i know it's a, and it's it's because always because you remember there was an, a movie by <clears throat> steven soderbergh oh whoa called bubble 
that he tried this out. They had this whole plan where they're going to release it in the theaters. And if you bought a ticket, you could take it home on DVD that day um, in the theater. And then, like, literally a week later, you could rent it if you wanted to. And they just tried this out because it wasn't a big-budget movie. Unfortunately, there was nobody in the film, and it wasn't very good. So mm-hmm. it failed, and they banned the idea. But this has been kind of thing has been tried out before. I just don't think anybody's going to be like... I could spend thirty bucks and go to the theater, or I could spend thirty bucks and stay at home. But I mean, if this well, is no, it'd be cheaper. No, to, it'd be cheaper to see gonna, a movie in theater gonna, now. It's well, it's not. There's a million different ways to look at it, but people who would do it at home, it makes sense because if you have a family of, like today, we were talking, um, like a group of us are going to see like Beauty and the Beast on Friday, and one person was buying the tickets. He, he literally like <laughs> our friend Cam, who maybe you'll meet one day, listeners. Uh, <laughs> but he made a thing where he was like, "Oh my god, like." so expensive to buy six movie tickets like could you imagine if you had like four or five kids so it's like the reason it makes sense is for these families it makes way more sense to have the movie at your house right now the thing is is that because you can talk about the Soderbergh one but Mm -hmm. I think what's the people who are backing this idea in terms of filmmakers are the J.J. Abrams and the Ron Howard's people who make big movies so it's it's not it's more of like the idea of what but what I think it's what's so amazing about it is that these the way that they have to do it is they can't piss off the exhibitors. Oh, and so that's exactly so they had to, what's going to happen. But it's so funny, though, because the way that – because I, I, I think they have to, like – the way they're doing it is they're cutting in movie theaters to have a budget, like a, a percentage of the profits. A percentage of it. Which is so funny to me that like because they just can't piss off the movie theater. So it's like they'll pay Regal will get 30% of whatever the profit ends up being of it, which is just hilarious, though, because literally what they're doing is they're cutting out the middleman – and then they're paying the middleman. Right. It doesn't make – it's just such a – this is why I think the whole thing is – it just doesn't make sense right now. It's like – I don't I don't understand why, like, why is it such a big deal that it's released on the same day for, for that much more money? Like, just well, wait three be, months. It's not going to be same day. Wait three it's months. It's going to be like 45, 30 days after, 45 days after or something. Like, like if that. you really want to see the movie really bad, go to the theater. That's good for everybody yeah. involved. Except if not, for the person wait with three five months. kids. Wait three months. Yeah, well, but have you? Well, I, mean, I, I mean, I've never had kids. You've never had kids, but right. But I've had a few. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> 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 this might be a good time to shout out to Mr. Gansmo. <laughs> um, Hi, Dad. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Gansmo. Um, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But but you I'm know, okay. like, uh, remember what you were like as a, as a as a kid or as a teenager, as like mm-hmm. not being able to see that new thing because of whatever reason, you know, not being up with the latest trend or the latest thing that's right. just released. It's a pressure on on families and on parents to be able to to do that for their kids. You know, well, it's the so being able to to make that monetary shortcut and have it at home, then you would. Well, no, I mean, I the, mean the, the better thing to do instead of getting a more expensive option would be find a way to cut costs for movie theaters in general like it's insane how expensive it is to see a movie here in a city like yeah. i moved from new york to la and there you can't see one for cheaper than like 1250 yeah unless it's on the weekend in the morning and maybe you're getting one for, or on the weekday in the morning and maybe, maybe. you're getting one for like eight bucks maybe. if you're lucky i know at the chinese theater the current price is 22 dollars a ticket it's such yeah, fucking garbage I mean, that's the chinese theater right but i'm just saying that's top when I mean arc lights seventeen seventy five no matter when you see no it. matter like when you see day. it not even a fucking matinee which is so you can see like stupid that's what I'm saying yeah. Yeah. yeah it that is that is the actual problem is that Cam trying to buy all these tickets hey, is Cam. experiencing um 
what a family would experience, which is the fact that movies are too expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So having an option for 30 bucks to watch, I'm assuming just once, and then it goes away. So it's not like you own it, because $30 is more than the price of a DVD. Well, and, and like I also want to clarify, too, a lot of people... code or something. And but watch it once. Yeah. A lot you of don't people get to look at it. the movie theaters and say, why your ticket price is so high, but it's not the movie theaters. Like, they don't make a profit off the tickets. The only things movie theaters make profits the off of is the actually. concessions. Yeah. So it's whatever the cost is for distribution, not the theaters themselves right so i mean there's going to be there has to be there has to be a greater collaboration between theaters and studios if they're going to continue the same distribution or system that they have at the moment right but what's so amazing about it is this just shows you the difference right now and like this weird fight i guess of cinema where it's like you have these studios that if they want to show their movie somewhere else other than movie theater they have to pay the movie theater just to show it for other people like movie theaters are going to get paid just so they don't piss them off and yet you have, uh, I can't remember his name, Not one of the guys from Netflix was at some talk at South by Southwest or something yeah. and said the only innovating thing that movie theaters have done in the last 20 years is that their popcorn's gotten better. <laughs> like where it's like studios ha- are so, and I think this just shows how far behind studios are, mm. that they are so, like they still have to like make Regal happy if they're going to change something. And Netflix doesn't care at all. Like Netflix no. has their own platform, which I just think, I, I think that's the biggest thing here. Is yeah. right. like studios need to find a way to come into like because i i love seeing movies in theaters i don't like watching them at home when i watch them at home it's too easy to hit pause it's a very different experience or text or anything when you're in a theater for the most part except for some horrible people you put your phone away keep it away you put it on silence aside from maybe someone eating popcorn a little loudly like it's a respectable environment for a film that's why i like seeing them in the movie theaters but today that's changing and i just think i get why they're doing this mm-hmm. thing i hate it for personal reasons which is just like i want to see movies in theaters and i'm afraid that movies at one point are going to turn to this like where people make this argument where it's gonna be the new theater where it's like you go see two movies a year and it's 60 bucks to see them in the theater and it's the avatar batman right, movies right and i think it's and i don't know if it's good or bad for independent cinema because i think netflix is good for independent cinema but i also think that it's important to see them in theaters yeah. like moonlight just crossing 50 million worldwide is it going to be netflix cinemas no. no if you're a subscriber to netflix you just get to go i see also what movie you want i free. mean if you call your laptop a cinema <laughs> i mean if i came out to you though in 1984 i was 10 years away from being born i know but let's <laughs> just <Jesus>. say <laughs> let's not get into age yeah yuck yeah and said, oh, hey, by the way, there's this new thing called VHS, and people are going to be able to rent these movies in their home. Like, the movie industry freaked out when that happened, too, and That's they true. figured out a way around it. It became a huge revenue service for them. So I could see the studios in the future, if they're smart, they're all going to get their own app. They're all going to have their own library of films. They're all going to charge but 15 sh- bucks a month. But the sure, point that is, is, is that's Quentin Tarantino's going to run around town burning these studios. Yeah, yeah. right. That's still, smart for them, but it fucking sucks for the consumer. I agree. It's, it's that is just it's but just it sucks a, for the theater industry as well, like for cinema. Like I mean, in terms of literally those big houses that we go and see movies in. Yeah, that will be the end of them if that's the case. No, no, no. Because what they'll do is they'll still have the re- the release form, right? And and you'll like. For say Warner Brothers, right? At least for Warner Brothers movie in theaters, it does its three month run, and then if you want to watch it at home, you have to go get the Warner Brothers app. That's it. Right. Or you can buy the DVD. They that's might like still how, have Blu-rays or DVDs, but that's, that's what's like going to be. That's what CBS did with yeah, CBS that's exactly All what Access doing. because they were sick of they were like we're not giving our shows to Hulu or Amazon or Netflix anymore because we're losing viewers. We could just charge nine bucks for CBS All Access and we'll put Star Trek on it, get all the geeks and nerds. 
and then we'll put the good wife on, or the the good fight, which is the good wife spinoff, and they'll get me. But the difference there is have to that pay for it. Studios, distributors, and exhibitioners, whatever, aren't together. CBS is all together. They're creating the content and they're distributing it. So when they put it on their online platform, that's what he's saying. Money. Yeah, they're making money either way. But what I'm saying, the issue with the studio, with the movie theaters, is that it's the movie like studios are making it. Movie theaters are just like because it's it's monopoly, it's whatever. But but that's what he's saying. He's saying that eventually studios will get their own apps. That's what I'm saying. With CBS, I know, but did. that's going to be so horrible for seeing a movie in theaters because think of how bad movie theater chains already are doing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm They're saying this go, is right. it's going to be bad. It's yeah. all terrible it's all for terrible. us. All of this stuff is just yeah. worse. The for only the consumer. thing it's okay for is like those filmmakers like a like that don't really seem to care about watching it in a theater. I don't know why J.J. Abrams is so behind this. Like I I I, I you know say what you will about Quentin Tarantino, but like he doesn't even. Like Netflix, you know what I mean? Like, right. he ref- like he gets. If you told him you watch his movie on like a computer, he'd be pissed. Like, yeah, I just, I, it's kind of sad that there's not more filmmakers, and I'm sure there's independent ones that are, but like backing that idea of seeing film like in its purest form, like in a cinema, because there's something so exciting about going and seeing a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's it's not as exciting when you're watching it on your. I mean, whatever. I'll get excited about watching like the new season of Love will come out. I'll watch it right away, but it's not the same as like that's TV though. Oh, there's a new Coen Brothers movie. I'm going this Friday. I'm getting my friends. We're getting, you it's know, sour patch watermelon, and we're gonna sit back and like enjoy the shit out of this. Oh, I'd love yeah. some sour patch watermelon. Yeah, can we stop and go get some? <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. I'm really into it. Yeah, I mean, and also just thinking about um, uh, Blue Jay, for example. Fantastic. Right, such a great film. But you and me are the only two people I know who've watched it. Um, and and that's we watch it together. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, but that's also because it, it's just not that buzz on the street about yeah. it. Because and that's the, a Netflix movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it was released directly to Netflix, and yeah. as far as I know, no one's seen it. And if they have, then no one talked about it because they saw it by themselves in their living room. Yeah, like well, on their computer, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Netflix also is dropping a little bit too much content right oh, now. Oh, it's a little. It's like way, it's way oversaturated. They're dropping one. They they are already set for the next. I don't know how many days are left in the year, like 200 and something. They're dropping one, a comedy special every week. Which oh, is, can we just mention really quick two yes. new Dave Chappelle specials? Yeah, right. That's great. But like it's it's too it's too much new content. Oh, I'm way behind on my everything at the moment. Yes. Like, so could we oh, there's, there's, the list is yeah. exponentially I think long. that's a big problem that's going to hit the streaming services pretty soon. Like they're doing great now and everyone's talking about them. It's going to get oversaturated. It is. Uh, yeah. It's Okay, we can move on. So, uh... Back to the other point, the other path that I was saying we could have taken, which is the thumbs up, thumbs down on Netflix. I mean, we talked about Netflix a lot, but what do we think? Thumbs up, thumbs down versus the five star rating system. I think it's. I don't think it makes any sense. I don't think it matters. Elaborate. Talk to me. I don't think that. I don't think you. Sometimes you don't like a movie or not like a movie. Sometimes you think a movie is three out of five, or you think a movie is like I would rate an Adam, for instance, a really bad movie. Sorry, I was about to say Adam Sandler, but it's not really fair. A horrible movie. On Netflix, if I watched it, I might give it one star. Can I just say this but, really quick? What it sounded like you said was, I was about to call an Adam Sandler a bad movie, but that was unfair. <laughs> a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand by that. That's fair. Um, but then, like, a, a movie that's okay, that's not, like, the worst movie, but it's not the best movie, I'm going to give that maybe three stars. And then a movie that's that I think is flawless or even just, like, a really, really great movie. I'm going to give it five stars and that's going to help me because if I go on Netflix and I look and I see something has three and a half stars, I'm like, oh, okay, so like this was fine. Like it's the majority decent. of people thought it was good, but if 
you're just going to get a bunch of movies that are 50-50. Do you honestly do, though look at the star rating? Sometimes I, I do. do. Yeah. I, I do. I like, if I do. if I don't know what Always. I'm watching, if I don't if I am like, never. "Oh, I'll decide between these six things." Well, hold on a second. Adolf Zucker, the founder of Paramount Pictures, said the public is never wrong. Um, which is a terrible quote. But uh, I think it's it's tricky. Well, here's is there any Netflix movie that's like under three stars? Because everyone I see, there's like movies that I go, this is a fantastic movie, and it's got like one and a half stars. I'm like, what morons are rating this? (laughs) Me. But the same thing is like with the thumbs up, thumbs down. I mean, you are just going to get a fifty-fifty, and it doesn't matter. You're either. Here's the other thing too is because I don't I don't necessarily I look at the ratings kind of on Netflix, but it's not going to determine what I watch. Sure, I mean, if you look at like. IMDb or something. It's the same thing. It's it's user rated. It's not critic. It's right. So sometimes it's gonna be bullshit. Yeah. Um. Like if Goodwill Hunting on there is anything less than five stars, like it's just, yeah. you know what I mean. Like I just don't trust it. But the thing is, is that my mm. concern with the I think I read something about this, but my concern about the thumbs up, thumbs down thing, is that Netflix has so much on it, so many movies and TV shows, and it's all over the place. You can watch. There's so much. You can watch The Apartment. Garbage. On you can watch. You can't the watch. The Apartment is not you, garbage. You can't watch The no, Apartment. No, 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 no. You no, could for a while. I'm just hold saying, on, like, hold on. The apartment is not garbage, yeah, no, but I'm just but saying I'm just there's saying, so much other garbage. But like on you there. can, it's all of them. Like Mighty Ducks Two is on there. You know what I mean? Which is incredible. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, but the thing is, is that when when I go on to Netflix, aside from like those little things, that I'll be like, you like this movie, you might like this. I see a lot of stuff on there. Like whenever I go on there, there's like oh, like all these different options, right? And what the thing that they're trying to do with this new thumbs up, thumbs down thing is that when you hit thumbs up, it'll show you a million movies that are just like that. Like it's gonna. So their idea is that oh, this is gonna create a uh, a Netflix profile for the viewer, where it's just gonna be like oh, they liked this Adam Sandler movie. Here's a million other Adam Sandler movies and Rob Schneider movies and David Spade movies. Which you I think is I, the mistake because I, I think that you, it's much more nuanced. I think it's much more nuanced than like I'm agreeing with you. I, I know. I'm agreeing I just, with you. It's much more nuanced than liking or not liking yeah. a movie. I think. But, but that's what I'm saying. And so the thing is, is that what it's gonna take away is. Of you, like someone random goes on Netflix, their ability to see like this cool independent film on there too, yeah. because it's not going to correlate with their thumbs up and thumbs down. Right, and or it will if you just, only give thumbs ups to like Easy and that's what Blue they, Jay. But that's me though. I'm saying like a, a normal viewer, any normal Netflix person who goes yeah. on there and sees like like I think the what I read that the good like example of it was that there's like Steven Spielberg movies on there, right? And you can like Steven Spielberg movies and say you like those, but. If you say you like Steven Spielberg movies, they're not going to show you on the blue. They're not going to show you blue is warmest color on there. Right. Like that won't pop up on your user profile before it. Even though blue is blue is warmest color is like one of Steven Spielberg's favorite movies. Wait, and I don't you would know like it, but it's not nuanced enough to show you that. But what? But I mean, hold on. I think I think the problem with this though is is that it's going to become like your Facebook feed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Facebook feeds you what you want to hear, and that's a huge problem politically at the moment because we're all fucking shocked when someone like our current that's president here in the states gets power. But that doesn't reflect, you know, I mean, that's obviously a different thing. But in the same way, you're not going to have the capacity and, and the, abil- the ability of film to expand and inspire and show people parts of life that they never thought or never even fucking approached. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's an element of the art within film that bubble. is going to be lost. It's going to create a film watching bubble. It, exactly. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to, you know, lose its reach. But only for the lazy people. I think only for lazy people is it going to create a bubble because if but you think really about how you watch TV, you watch TV through laziness. Well, for no, the most but part. well, no. But what I'm saying is that if you if you if you cared about discovering stuff on Netflix, there's a massive taste profile 
that you can create. You can go through countless films, not just Netflix films, any films. You can go make your taste profile and click, did I like this? No. Yes. And you can go through just an unnameable amount of films. And if you want to do that, you could do that. It'll create a profile for you. It'll say, oh, you like this. You might like this. You might like that. Like, I think that, yes, it would be bad because if you say, I like Big Daddy, it'll only show you the ridiculous six and the, oh, fuck, what was the, the one where it's Kevin James and they're everyone. Um, <laughs> so like, you know, it'll show you just Adam but Sandler movies. that's what movies. they do now. If you rate Big Daddy five stars, you're going to get Adam Sandler shoved down your throat on right. your main menu. Right. So that's what exactly I'm, what they have. Right. Now. What I'm saying is that will be, I don't think that's what'll change. I think what'll, what it'll do is it'll just keep reinforcing people being lazy because they'll just get to thumbs up or thumbs down and then just see all the same shit. If you really want to watch something different, what you thumbs up and what you thumbs down is not how you're going to figure out what you're watching. So, like, for instance, like, because here's an example. Like, I'm just trying to get at what you're getting at. It's okay. To see if I know that what you're saying. So, like, for instance, there's a TV show on Netflix called Easy that I really liked and you were you liked a couple of the episodes or whatever. It's pretty good. So better if, than most of the junk on TV. Yeah. So if you got if you were rating easy, you'd give it like a three something, right? No, I'd probably give it a four. Okay. Well, pick a show. I'm sorry. We'll give, give it. A, a, we'll say I give it a three. <laughs> say I give it a three. So, but if it's a thumbs up and thumbs down thing, it doesn't give you the option to. That's what you're saying. If I gave it a thumbs down, I would never see Happy Christmas. I would never see exactly. Drinking Buddies. Okay. Right. That's. I'm agreeing with you on that. Why I think the rating system should stay. Yeah. Because I think if I gave it a three. It wouldn't not show me Drinking Buddies if I liked a film or a TV show yeah. that was kind of like, it might let me see Drinking Buddies or let me see, sorry, these are these are swan Drinking movies. Drinking Buddies is a great movie. Drinking Buddies is a fantastic it movie. It is a great movie. Um, I think it's going to go more Adrian's thought route there where you're going to have, like, I'm going to be able to go on Netflix in the future and be like, I think Luke would love this movie. I'm going to click this button. And then on your menu, it's going to be recommended movies from me. Or, bra- or Jacob like this. Movies, guys. Jacob <laughs> like this movie. Jacob like this. You know, because they like this. But there's might always be a danger of that. trying to spread yourself into that social media. I hate fucking it. Thing yeah. too. I hate it too. I hate. I hate. Me too. I hate it. The consumer. I just read Breitbart. Thing. What? <laughs> Sorry, I just read Breitbart. <laughs> so all I have on my Facebook feed is Tommy Lauren videos. Sorry, I thought we were just making we were making political jokes. Don't worry about it. Can I say really quick, like a Breitbart thing? Um, I was uh, reading it today. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but there's so I was in a, in ingesting like, com- it. coming up. Jason Reitman, who's like one of my favorite directors, he, he made Up in the Air, which is my favorite movie. Jesus Christ, he made Juno. Thank you for smoking. But he's doing a live read of Juno with the original cast. Like, but he's doing all female, so it's like Ellen Page and Jennifer Garner and the yes. other parts. But he's doing it as like a it's a benefit for for Planned Parenthood. Yeah. And I was looking at, like, I was going to share it. I didn't. Um, I was about to share it, though. I was thinking about it. And I was going, like, finding, like, a good Google News article to share. And it was, like, headline, like, Entertainment Weekly, uh, Huffington Post. And then it was, like, the same headline. But then it was uh, Breitbart News. And I was like, oh, fuck. I can't even open this. You didn't even read it? No, I just couldn't. But right. I was just like, God damn it. Thanks for telling the story, this then. Website. Yeah, you're welcome. I didn't want to click on that. And then, like Adrian was saying, they they get your taste profile. And all of a sudden, on Facebook, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be like, if you liked reading Breitbart News. <laughs> Here's InfoWars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alex Jones. I know you're a big fan of the podcast. God, Alex Jones, Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> We're just <laughs> knocking them off. together. <laughs> <laughs> really uh, sucks. some Greek sorority house. I don't know why I said sorority. That's a little bit weird that they're there. But <laughs> That's not that weird. Maybe the, party's, 
Maybe the party's there. Just Unless remind you, South, which you have his party. email if you want to rewind to the beginning of the podcast. That's true. That's true. God. That was Gansmo at hotmail.co.uk. Pitch me your Alex Jones, Will Smith movie. <laughs> All right, so uh, also uh, news on the horizon, we have another Dr. Doolittle oh, movie fuck. coming. Why, I ask firstly, but the Doctor will be Robert Downey Jr. I <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what I thought when I when mean, I this you too. hear Dr. Doolittle these days, you think Eddie Murphy movie. Raven Simone. Yeah, they just did it. I mean, am I old? No. So the only, just did it. No, the only it was like reason I think 15 years, years ago, ago, but, that's look, but you enough. forgot the most important part of the story, which is the, the guy behind it. Um, the writer of Syriana is doing Doctor Doolittle. And traffic. What the fuck? And Stephen traffic. Gagan's doing it. Stephen yeah. Gagan's doing it. Why? Which means there's got to be some sort of take that they're gonna try and do. I just don't understand. I don't why. see why. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is gonna go out and make a family friendly well, version Stephen, of this Stephen movie. Stephen Gagan's rewriting it. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. I'm pretty sure. The, I'm pretty sure <laughs> the take is that he talks to animals. I just yeah. think Robert Downey Jr. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because the judge didn't work out, but. Like I, I, I'm, it's kind of sad that he won't try and do something like new in, or inter- You know what I mean? Just like I want to see him do something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you, I'm you not have trying so much to defend money, it. Dude. You have so much money. You're like, you have so much. <laughs> and I know, like, for he's a also while, the highest paid actor in Hollywood, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, isn't well, of course. Isn't yeah. the turnaround of Robert Downey Jr. just fucking amazing? It's fucking amazing. His, I love him, and I'll watch his, him in anything. His commercial quote is insanely high. The, yeah. What he made for those HTC, HTC commercials, it's like unfathomable. Or just like, uh, like all these movies, and I, I don't get why he feels the need. And he's in these Avengers movies more than anyone is. Like, like he's in the new Spider-Man too, right? Well, here's like, the thing: Robert Downey Jr. doesn't even need to do anything for the Avengers movies. Well, like, I was gonna say he doesn't even need to do anything to make money. Just make something. Cool. That's what like, Brian's saying. Though yeah. he doesn't need to do anything. Like he shows up and he them. does maybe five scenes, and then they CGI Iron Man in, in, in the costume, and they give him fifty million dollars. And they give him fifty million dollars because they can put him front front bill because nobody else in those movies are really that marketable. Chris right. Evans is so. Marketable. <laughs> he's handsome. What was he's the, charismatic? What was the top gross for Snowpiercer? Uh it was a wonderful beyond Beyond? Be- it's a great movie. <laughs> Fuck. It's, I'm not putting down Snowpiercer. I'm just is saying. Is that what his first, first name is? But anyway, um so, yeah, I just see this as him doing like Sherlock Holmes. It's like uh, I'm gonna yeah. do something for my kids, it's gonna be a franchise. June Ho Bong. It wasn't but Beyond, it's, sorry, but, it's Bong. You know. We'll see. I think it's <laughs> dumb. I think it's a it's a stupid thing. And I but I just do it, but go make a different movie. Don't make or that no, one. Put someone who's not such an interesting person in it. Like Robert Downey Jr. would be. I want to see him in anything, and then he does these movies that I don't want to see though. So it's like, <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Put like fucking Jude Law in it or something like that. Like whoa, I want to see. Whoa, 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 whoa! I want to see. That was yeah, I, but he's Watson. Wait, stop. Um, Hold on. Don't you have to take a minute to get yelled at for that? <laughs> <laughs> I think Jude Law is, is an incredible actor Hold on. Hold on. who continues Hold to on. do great work. I'm going to yell at you for Hold just on. a second. Jude Law. He's so good. Jude Law. Way underappreciated. Fantastic in The Holiday. Does movie. The Holiday is a fucking wonderful I movie. I love The Holiday. Um, but here's the thing. I'm just saying, Robert Downey Jr., do something cool. Do something interesting. Do I'm something saying- He does cool all the time. Well, ooh, like, what? Ooh, I wouldn't say that. I would not anymore. I wouldn't say that. Pre-Coke? I mean, post Coke, he's done pre Coke. <laughs> well, like, he's mean, done interesting stuff pre Coke. But he's always like the cool guy. You know what I mean? I'd like I to know, see that's him what I'm saying. He's so cool. I want to see him do something like, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to see him like. Like, you remember when he used to do Chaplin? Pull his chops out. And, like, he's acting chops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, tr- and I think Two guys happens. and a girl. It's so if you, safe. The last, the last, like, the last shot that he took at something interesting 
was the judge was interesting no, because well, he was, was trying yes. to win an Oscar. Okay, yes. It wasn't good, but he was trying. Okay, this but then before that, really, we're going back to the soloist in two thousand nine. Soloist was good. And then before yeah. that is Zodiac. But Zo- okay. But here's the thing. Zodiac's though. Fantastic. The reason but why he probably hasn't done anything in the industry and a lot of that has to do with Marvel's fucking schedule of having to put him in every fucking movie that he's been out with. I agree with that, but then all right, and I he got tried some time. to get out of I it. I got some time. He tried. Yeah, and he, he tried got, to get out what? after Iron time. Man three. Oh, he hold the phone. He's doing Doctor Doolittle and Pinocchio. He's Geppetto. He's been trying to get Pinocchio done for a long he, time. It's oh, it's in development. Excuse yeah, me. He's yeah, been yeah, trying sorry. to do that for a long time. So it's not like he doesn't have whatever in the fire. Oh, fuck Sherlock. But Holmes like, 3. I know after Iron Man three, they left that movie like kind of could be the end. Who is Doctor like, John Well, don't you come back and just be in like one of the Avengers for a little? Yeah, yeah. He has an interesting movie coming out. It's you know who's gonna make it is. Oh, he's doing the Linklater movie. Yeah, he's doing the Linklater movie about John Brinkley. I take all my points back. Oh, my God. I take all yes. my points back. Thank it's you. It's the one that's yeah. based off a podcast, Yes, John right? Brinkley. Okay. It's the guy who, I love 20th Linklater. century he also, con man, he also, John Brinkley. Hold on, hold on. Robert Downey Jr., I apologize. He also optioned an episode of Black Mirror, too, and optioned it to make it into a movie. If you haven't seen Black Mirror, Oh, the, the one the where one, you can replay through your God, ride. with Toby Kebbell. Yeah. Remember that guy's name? That fucking thing is amazing. Yeah. Um, but I would say, I just think it is it is, it is worth mentioning. I know I harp on this shit all the time, but Doctor Doolittle was changed from a th- what it was originally to a really cool story with a bunch of black characters. Mm-hmm. So to take that away from what everyone, especially our age in their twenties, grew up with, um, to then be like, oh, let's make it white again. It's like, what's the take on it? Like, like you were saying, what's the take on it that's worth taking it away from yeah. being a piece of black culture with a, a phenomenal performances? From Eddie Murphy. So you're, you're saying. So what you're saying right now is there was a movie from when you were younger that you really liked, that they're remaking basically the same with a different cast. No. that you don't approve of. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that why, a lot like Ghostbusters. I'm saying why take it, <laughs> why take it and do the same take that you originally did. Exactly. If you did a no no no. If you did a new take. Uh huh. With the with what it was before, which was a musical, which is what they're doing again. Right. Then you do it again. With a black cast, which I support, which mm-hmm. they did really well, okay. which I would equate to, interesting you mentioned that, Ghostbusters <laughs> from last year, okay. taking making it an all-female story, that's a new take, that's interesting. That's the only new part about but it. But then though. what I would, well, the plot's pretty new, uh, what I wouldn't <laughs> do is I wouldn't then say, let's now make another all-male which, Ghostbusters. 20 years later. Though. I mean, like, and that's kind of my point, it's like, why? I don't understand why, like, what are you doing with it there's got to be casting, a new take on it other than casting robert downey jr in there which is great but again like let's stretch him let's give him some money else. but i'm excited about rick linkletter working yeah. with him that rick. <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited funny. about that i love linkletter <laughs> who else is doing that with them we're broke, there's another the really big person in it Jeez. look it we'll up we'll talk on. about it yeah. later all right so uh final piece of news here brie larson is to play the first female u.s presidential candidate victoria woodhull in amazon film so it doesn't look like it has a name at the moment but uh victoria woodhull for those who don't know who she is she was the uh first lady to ever run for uh the the president was in like 1823 in 1872 Fuck. um it was more than 40 years before women even had the right to vote uh, obviously she didn't succeed at that point um but yeah i mean cool i don't i don't, I don't you know this isn't really my world. I think it's a great idea. Um, I just w- did want to touch on the fact that I mentioned earlier, like, you know, Warner talking about Warner Brothers put out a movie and then only releasing on a Warner Brothers app. Amazon movies, like, those are only going to be released on an Amazon Prime account. No, Manchester no, by no, the Manchester sea. by the Sea. W- where Didn't else is that streaming? 
Oh. Oh, you oh. mean streaming? Yeah, okay. Well, we were... Wait, but everything streams on just one yeah. place. Like that's I don't think that's a fair thing to make. Also, all of A24s <laughs> are only streaming Amazon for the foreseeable future. Well, I mean, but everything ends up on one place. But you're saying I'm that confused at what point you're making. I think the point he's making is that Amazon as a studio is doing exactly what he's saying like Warner Brothers will at some point yeah. do. But I think they'll all fail. Oh, you think? Yeah, I mean, Amazon this works be- I don't think anyone's like noticing per se right. because like yeah like everything you know okay if all, no if all the five studios make either. you subscribe to $15 a month service the movies would disappear <laughs> but they're still insane. in the theaters that's what's going to eventually happen right I don't know about that I think they would they would work on making eventually we're all going to have to deal with the fact that it's going to end up being Amazon and Netflix are going to where everything's going to end up and the studios are going to make deals and one, st- like like you're saying how A24 is going on Amazon, that's more likely okay. than A24 getting their own app. They would make an exclusive deal okay. with Amazon the way that Disney made an exclusive deal with Netflix to release and all their old surprising cartoons and Disney all of the Marvel films. Money yeah, I mean, Disney didn't their need own to, app. but they did. But I don't understand why. I don't, well, I think because they're smart because it, they're also you lose goodwill when you make people pay. I fucking hate CBS now because they're making me pay for the good fight. I can't watch it anywhere else, which sucks because I really want to watch it. And I watched the pilot when they screened it on CBS on TV, and then I fucking fell in love with the show, and now I'm really angry about it. <laughs> so they're um, like splitting their viewership essentially. Well, no, yeah, and it 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 makes people I think makes people mad a little bit. That's what HBO does. They'll do those free weekends where it's like yeah. this weekend on Sunday we have four new shows premiering, so let's give it free to everyone. Right, that's different though, because then you you could binge a whole fucking show in one weekend. No, but I'm on saying HBO. If, they, if on if on Sunday HBO has the pilot episode of three new shows showing, they'll give it free to a lot of people, so they watch it on like they'll give a free weekend of HBO. It's like oh shit, we got HBO this week. You're watching HBO. Oh, on TV. Yeah, Sunday. Oh, okay, you see sorry, all the shows, that. and then Monday morning it's gone, and then you're like. I, I gotta watch. The I shows. need to get HBO yes. Go. Yeah, it pisses me off. Okay, not to take away it from the. It pisses you off, but it's. No, it smirks. No, right. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Well, actually, no. In all fairness, I've not paid for CBS. So I'm gonna wait until the whole series comes out. It's like, and then you, I'm gonna you, buy. You, I'm gonna binge. Do you get it. mad at yeah. like the free samples at like a grocery store? I get very mad at the free samples. <laughs> that cheese Just tastes give me great. All for free. Give me all the cheese. Not <laughs> <laughs> uh, to take away from the Brie Larson thing, but that's the only thing. I'm, but, I'm I mean, all for it. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, great actress, I think, and uh, an important story. I definitely didn't know anything about this until I read this headline. So, who they cast um, is Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass is still alive. I just feel like <laughs> yeah, he's going to play himself. He's going to play himself. I don't know why. And Jacob, maybe you can help me out on this. Why is it every time an actress wins Best Actress for the first time they she feel does a like biopic? No, they have to turn around and do a huge blockbuster movie, which usually doesn't do hot. Well, like, in all fairness, oh wait, did she get Captain Marvel after she won for Room? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, she did King Kong immediately. Oh, yes. That's what she did. Uh, kind of like how Jamie Foxx did um, Stealth. Right. Right after he won Best right. Actor. Um, what did Hilary Swank do after she won? Oh. Angelina Jolie wins immediately. Is Salt. Tomb oh, Tomb Raider. Um, like, so I just, it's a trend. And now well, I, I feel because, like maybe this is her going back. But I think what it is is that. some more drama. I think I mean, what it is is that they become bankable so studios well. finally see women as. Did Natalie see the woman. do Thor post Black Swan? I don't think no. so. I think she stayed strong, right? Wait, no. Thor came out way after Black Swan. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't. What was her movie after Black Swan? I feel like she did a good job. I mean, I mean, Brie Larson's. Sandra Bullock hasn't done anything like that. On a plate. She's in Kong at the moment. Skull but to be Island. fair, her movie wasn't. She has Free Fire, which just she'll, she'll, Free Fire. Free Fire just premiered at South by Southwest. And Two she was in Lions Gates, The Glass Castle, and Marvel's Captain Marvel as well. Yeah, she is. She's the first Marvel female superhero who's going to headline a movie. 
Yeah. Um, is she gonna have superpowers? Yeah. Okay. Because are there what, any? What do you mean? Oh, Black Widow. No, in Marvel at all. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic Four. One of them. She can be invisible. Kate Mara. No, I I think you mean Jessica Alba. <laughs> Wait, I have one cool thing that we didn't have on the list. Yeah. Um, interesting, HGTV oh, great. is spinning. Well, listen, here's the thing. They have five Flipper Flop spinoffs. So Flipper Flop um, is the one where they buy a house, they flip it, and they, they sell it, and sometimes they lose money on it, whatever. But there are five spinoffs in Vegas, Atlanta, Fort Worth, Nashville, and Chicago. This is interesting because Flipper, Flipper Flop right now is in uh, Southern California. Like Everything is usually south of L.A., uh, like in Whittier, places like that. Uh, and then also there's a, there's a spinoff of um, Fixer Upper called Chip and Joanna Behind the Design. This is just interesting because I think... What the... H- what, the what are you talking about? HGT- <laughs> I'm just telling you about HGTV stuff. I think HGTV is blowing up because... HGTV. I don't have an Home and Garden HGTV, Television. But I just... I, I, I get it. You guys don't know, but I'm just saying no, this no, is stuff I've, is really I've interesting. HGTV. But this is interesting to me because HGTV is blowing up. Like... a a lot of people that I know just sit at home when they're bored and watch HGTV. And yeah, I think and it you used guys to be- laughed at me last week for Bob Ross, but look at this. It's a trend. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. What? Hold up. Bob Ross is watching a dude paint. This is like seeing the drama of people buying houses for the first time. Hey, this drama There's a lot of drama Ross. in landscape, landscape paintings. I'm sorry. But what I think is just interesting because it's HGTV is becoming a bigger and bigger network. Fascinating. Okay. All right. This is some real fucking dicks here. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's talk about uh, the releases this week. So at the box office, hitting your screens, we've got Power Rangers, mm. Life. Oh wait, wait. Power Rangers has something interesting. I know. It's the, the first uh, oh. Becky G will be playing the first LGBTQ superhero um, on screen. Interesting. So she, I don't even. I think that she's bisexual in it. I don't 100% know, but she is going to be the first one on screen, so that's that's pretty cool. It's also one of the first movies, at least in a little while, that's basing its entire success on pure nostalgia because yeah. I don't know anybody who's clamoring for a new Power Rangers movie outside of like a couple of people we know. But like that wasn't even that big of a thing. Some <laughs> Except one person I know. One well, person. And but I like, think that the trailer, I think, veers into... Making the same mistake that like Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad. It looks yeah. like dark just to beat dark. The, the original show was just a slow budget, like three o'clock afternoon. Great fucking karate! Isn't it wild that Dang. this? Hey, it looks cool. I'm into it. it. This movie's coming what? out on Friday, and I didn't know it was coming out on Friday until today. That's fucking wild, man. No, it is weird. Because you it, know, no, it's fucking literally. Your on the pulse. No, it's just you know right there. Is. It's right <laughs> on the pulse. What I'm saying is, is that. I, I don't really like superhero movies, whatever. But like, I know Why when is they're coming. That you don't know what's coming out then, <laughs> because, because I know when. What my point was was that I know when they're coming out, but I didn't know that with Power Rangers. He just he's thinking the marketing didn't reach. Him. Yeah, like right. which I'm just saying. At least every other You're superhero the movie that comes out, I know when it's coming. The marketing didn't reach the demographic. It's not. Listen, for. man, <laughs> I'm making a point. That's a tough point. He to is make. the demographic, that, though. That even That's he is true. the he demographic. Is. He is. No, he's not. The Wait, demographic. no, he's 100%. not. Well, he's perfectly oh, not. demographic because no. you're what? You're like 20, 18. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old as fuck. But uh, when this show no. was popular in its peak, you no. were probably the perfect age. No, 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 no. My older brother. Way too young. Okay, he is way too young. Too okay. young. We no, were. yeah, no, okay. so, but you're, so, you're too old for it. Hey, uh, whoa, <laughs> slow down. 
Um, By the time I got to Australia. <laughs> so, yeah, they're doing the same thing where they're like, oh, well, the, the group that watched this when they were kids, they probably have kids now. They'll be they'll take their kids with them. But oh, there's, yikes. There's nobody in this movie that's bankable or has proven track record. Oh, I don't Brian know Cranston. who. Brian Cranston. Cranston's in it, but is, come on. The only reason he's in it is because he played a voice in the original. He did? Yeah, it was one of his first things. was like he did a voice. Oh, good for him. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, I'll be in it. That's a a talking head, literal talking head. I have to bring this up. Rita Repulsa was played by a non-white actress in the show. Because it is played by Elizabeth Banks. So just got to bring that up. You know why? Just got to bring it up. Because the original show was made in Japan, and they just reshot all the scenes with the actors, with American actors, and then put in the action scenes. Are you serious? That's how it was made. That's amazing. That's great. That's, that's why really it was so cheap. Fun. So that's why the evil person was Is this gonna non-white. Do well? the Wait, no, she's not Japanese, though. She's a... Is this going to do well critically or box office? I think it's already think it's critically gonna, in the toilet. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to tank both ways. Do bad too, right? My point was that no one's going to see it. Because if I... Well, Beauty and the Beast is going to take the box office this weekend anyway. Yeah, again. yeah of course. But, that's, but it could still do okay. It could still do enough. I'm not saying it's going to. I'm saying like you could still finish second and make a lot of. But money. that's what I'm saying. It's based on pure nostalgia. Sure, sure, sure. The second movie you mentioned, though, Life, is I'm I'm interested I was just in say, this. Before we move off from Power okay. Rangers, the creator Haim Saban got his Hollywood star today. His Hollywood Walk of Fame star, which he bought. <laughs> no, I mean no, he earned. He earned that from his a, years in the industry. I've heard that dude's a wild guy, and he's got a lot of control over the Power Rangers too. Well, he has all ultimate control, right? He's got. Ultimate control of okay, Power Rangers. Good for too. him. We'll see. <laughs> if you're a fan of Power Rangers, I don't put you down. I just don't know why would anybody see this unless they're like hardcore. Remember when they were kids fans? Okay. What else is op- oh life, life is life is opening. Life why is, just is alien. this movie opening right now? Oh, wait, Alien had- opens in a month. Yeah. Why would you open this now? This is the. Why would you make it though? It's because just- every year for the past five or six years, there's been an adult themed space movie that's opened in the fall. So I don't know why this is opening now. This should come out in November. But no, but why my question, why is life made at all? Like it it is just very clearly alien. Well, it is it is a it's I mean, it's been a while since I've seen the trailer, but isn't it like we discover life on another planet for the first time? Okay, they discover life. They put it in a petri dish. It then jumps up and attacks one of the characters. Right. It then begins to host and then the whole ship ends up burning down. And they have to. Some of them have to kill each other. That's the fucking plot of Alien. Okay. It's gonna end up that either either well, Ryan. Either have you Ryan, seen Alien? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've seen Alien. I've seen Alien. Either Ryan Reynolds or Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be the Sigourney Weaver. I forgot. Ryan and we'll will survive at the end. The like. Oh, I don't think fine. that. Oh fuck! What is her name? Rebecca Ferguson. That's she's right. probably gonna die. Holy um, hell! Ready? This is literally the breakdown on IMDb. Do it. A team of scientists aboard the International Space Station whose mission of discovery turns to one of primal fear when they find a rapidly evolving life form that caused extinction on Mars and now threatens the crew and the life of, on Earth. Yes, it does sound very it's much like alien. alien. It, yeah. But like you <laughs> but it's watched... it's got an R rating, which is something... It's good. Smell I mean, but I think what happened was they were going to plan to try have this movie come out in November and then they saw Deadpool last year that came out this time of year and they said we got Ryan Reynolds too let's put out this R-rated sci-fi movie then see how it does I think unfortunately Alien's coming out in a month I just don't understand this it the watching the trailer it's just shocking to me 
because it is. It's got some big stars. Yeah, like, there's yeah. a lot of people to, to and draw I'm, an audience from. And I will see almost anything Jake Gyllenhaal's been in lately because he just picks he's great projects. And he picks so great good. projects. He's yeah. on Broadway. He's on Broadway right now in Sunday in the Park with George, which is an amazing musical. So, and it's it, Stephen Sondheim's birthday today. Happy birthday, Steve. Uh, he's a big listener of the podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Color and light. if it were Sorry. up to me this weekend, we'd be seeing life. Seven seven point nine on the Richter scale here out of ten. <laughs> that's, <laughs> a, that's a tough earthquake. Yeah. No, it's it's got seven point nine on IMDb though, so you know. Well, but I don't know who's. No one cares about IMDb. <laughs> what about release for suspense? Well, what's Rotten Tomatoes? Go to the Tomatometer. That's a joke from last Terrifyingly week. Terrifyingly intense. And I'll look at that. An amazing experience. What else is coming out? Um, I think I covered it all. When no, I first there's one read more movie, isn't there? Chips. Yeah, uh, chips. Written and directed by Dax Shepard, or Mister Kristen Bell. But I just Eric Estrada, like the original star of. Do you talk shit about it? He retweeted a tweet that show, that had the trailer, and the comment of, well, the, of the trailer was pure trash, and he retweeted it. <laughs> oh, Eric. <laughs> uh, it's just going to be 21 Jump Street, but with motorcycles. Like the footloose thing? Yeah. yeah. 21, Jump Street. 21 Jump Street, but with motorcycles. You mean Dukes of Hazzard, but with motorcycles. Shepard. No, I mean like the idea behind 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I right like now, Power Shepard Rangers is sitting Hold tight. Oh, sorry. Go on. I also <laughs> like Dax. Are you trying to wait for me to say that? I also like Dax? Shepard? I was waiting for someone else to join in. He's great. He's great. In he's what? Very Crosby tall. In Parenthood. Okay. He's married to Kristen Stewart. Okay. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, no, Kristen he's Bell. not. Um, they seem like a great couple. I'm a fan of great uh, Hollywood couples. Other than that, no, that's he all he's got. To? Kristen Bell. Oh. Yeah. Did you like his work on Punked? Yes. Yes. Okay. He's my brother. One, right? My brother peed next to him. At uh, in a bar, <laughs> he said, "Oh, are you Dax Shepard?" He's, he's like, "Yeah, fan. man, stop Were talking." They in the about restroom, huge or? fan. No, just outside. <laughs> no, just in the bar. <laughs> um, after all this, finally a dick joke is made. <laughs> um, oh, Power dude. Rangers is sitting tight at a forty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Honestly, better than I thought. Life is sitting on, currently so down. <laughs> just on the tip of it, though. Just. just Edged into a thumbs down. Life is currently uh, at 83%. Oh, what the fuck? And Chips um, is holding its reviews for after its release. Mm, <laughs> Which always is always a great time. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Wilson. Is yeah, what is that? Well. Oh, oh, Wilson. oh, Wilson's the Woody Harrelson Oh, that one. looks great. Yeah, that, that looks, looks great. Filmed it in Minnesota. Looks great. Jesus. Really? Why is that yeah. important? Because I'm from there. No way. Yeah. No way. Are you from Minnesota? Yep. That sucks. That's neat. <laughs> it's That's it's um. Place. At least you got Al Franken. It's Laura Laura, Laura Dern. Oh, love Laura Dern. Dern. Great cast. It looks really funny. It'll, it's probably the best movie opening this weekend. None of you are gonna go see it. I might. I was very rude and completely correct. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, sitting uh, tight at forty eight percent. Oh. Uh oh. Wilson. Wilson. Ooh. I I I was gonna say <laughs> though. <laughs> it. Did you watch the trailer recently? It looks like Woody's doing the a bit much. The real question would be. <laughs> Have I seen the trailer at all? <laughs> <laughs> you have no fucking idea what this movie is. You just saw it filmed in Minnesota. Minnesota. Wait, I will say, I watched Edge of Seventeen. Last I hear that's week. amazing. It's so fucking good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. I do not understand. I'm sorry to bring it back to here. I do not understand one why Haley Steinfeld didn't get nominated for an Oscar because she was so fucking good. And I will say, I just her performance was so far beyond 
what I felt like some people in the crowd of Best Actress did, specifically Emma Stone. I thought her performance was better than Emma Stone. Really? Um, absolutely. That's pushing it a bit. She, I, I don't think so because you haven't seen the movie. I will see the movie. Um, it's, she carries the thing and she's so fucking good. Woody Harrelson delivers an amazing. That's why I thought of that. Is this Woody a Harrelson delivers an amazing. Yes, absolutely. It it's, should. It is. A, it's on demand. Which film? Is that James L. Brooks? Edge of 17. Yes. Okay. It's like on a teen demand. film, but one of those that are good. And I think the most important thing about this, and again, this is like my thing, but whatever, think. I think the most important thing about it is that it was written and directed by a woman, um, and so it's not, there's like, for instance, there are scenes that could have been exploitative of like looking at it through the male gaze, like there is a scene where they're, she's in the pool um, with a guy, and there is a scene where she's in the shower, but neither of them feel exploitative, um, and I think it is a really, really good look at actually being a teenager, and she carries the whole thing so well with like such a nuanced performance I think it's easily the best thing I've seen her in since True Grit um, the only thing yeah. I've heard of her in since True Grit yeah I mean she it's was perfect in too. Yeah, perfect too um, yeah she was also in Barely Lethal which um, not a porn uh, just in case you were wondering Jacob's like unfortunately I did look um, <laughs> I'll just I'll do I'll watch anything that James L. Brooks is behind it's so, really it's really really good movie. really well done incredible well I mean this and is, Kira Cedric delivers an amazing perform- sorry go ahead I was just gonna say this is a great time to move in our, into our, uh, our favorite segment which is recommendations uh, oh, from uh, from us here on the panel is it the ba- um, is it bad movies that everyone should watch well because I have those yeah no, I mean movies that everyone thinks are bad yeah well, either either way what did we do last week did we do one we liked one we hated Last week we did one we liked that we recommended. The week before that we did one we think that we like personally that everybody else gets gives a bad rap. I just have right. those to recommend. I don't have a movie. Don't really Jacob has those. a bunch of those. Yeah, we'll yeah, do well, Okay, thing, so this is this is. Um, I can just I'll just do one a week, but I'll save the rest. Okay, go for it. I'll do one. Hit, hit us with uh, Jacob's bad choice. This, <laughs> that's no Jacob's <laughs> oh, we, Jacob's good choice that everyone thinks is bad. <laughs> I like Jacob's bad choice. Yeah, that's fine. Here Jacob's bad choice. Um, this movie is amazing. It's called Mom and Dad Save the World. Oh my God! Um, have you seen it? Have, yeah. Has anyone here seen Mom and Dad I've Save seen the part World? Part of it. Nope. Um, it's been a long time. Let me just time. sorry. Uh, Give us a release date. Give us uh, who's in it. Sorry, director. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna look it up because I I didn't have that ready. Um, okay, so uh, Mom and Dad Save the World, 1992. Uh, I'll give you the description on IMDb. Emperor Todd Spengo sees Marge Nelson and uses a giant magnet. Kid, so this doesn't say in the IMDb description. This is an alien. He's on a different planet. Uh, kidnaps her and her husband Dick, hoping to make her his bride before blowing up the Earth. He and other inhabitants of his planet are somewhat less than bright, and Dick begins reliving episodes of Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers in order to rescue Marge, save the Earth, and restore the rightful king to the throne. Uh, it is just like so cheesy and weird, and I could I could watch this movie. Have you multiple watched it times. recently? Because I had this experience with the film. Yes, I've watched this movie like four or five times. One of the only movies I've seen multiple times recently. Yeah, I would say like a like a couple years ago. Like as an adult. Yeah, no, it's not. I I did so I did have a formative experience. I watched it as a child at a sleepover, right? And then I revisited it as an adult. Right, right. Because you, um, you know how you watch those films as a kid. And I, you're I, like, I oh see my God, what, this is amazing. And then you watch it again as an adult. I like, see what you're doing. What the fuck was this isn't one of those things. See, the jokes hold up. It's got Terry Gar, Jeffrey Jones, John Lovitz. It is uh, Eric Idle is in it. Stella cast. No, it's like <laughs> Terry no, it's Gar. weird. Terry. Terry Gar. Terry Gar. Eric Idle delivers an amazing performance. This is such a funny movie. What is it called again? It's called Mom and Dad Save the World. Um, You were probably what? One? 1992. I was not even born. He gave you that it was a decade from 84. Um, So it's holding a steady 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb. And I believe 
Rotten Tomatoes is going to be like way worse. Uh, but this is definitely worth a look. It's it's like if The Princess Bride were made not as well. <laughs> I want to give what a shout a out. That, that actually reminded me. <laughs> That's just that the vein. Honest, they should put that on the DVD. They should put it. it it's um, the like honest they truth. Make DVDs for this movie. On they April do. It's got a nine. Not sorry, nine percent <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. It's right. forty-two percent audience score. Cheesy sorry. like sci-fi movies that are old. Um, Flash Gordon <laughs> is going to be playing at the New Beverly. <laughs> On April twenty second, if you're here in LA, I I I'd probably go see that. Check also check out? out the the song "Flash" by Queen. Also great. It's in the movie. Great song. No, that's what I'm saying. And it's a it, yeah, it's a midnight showing that it should be a lot of fun. Okay, right. well that's Jacob's worst movie. Okay. Jacob's bad movie is that what it was? Jacob's bad choice. Jacob's, Jacob's bad choice. That's is that what a, it is? that is just. I thought story it was Jacob's bad life. taste, but maybe I'm wrong. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> that's very hurtful that, and a much better <laughs> a much better title for this segment. And uh, recommendations, guys. Anybody else? <clears throat> Uh, just like films, I'll just I'll films. just bring it up because you brought up Edge of Seventeen and I already kind of said this, but just anything James L. Brooks has done. So terms of endearment, wow. <laughs> broadcast news, as good Whoa. as it gets. Uh, Spanglish, just amazing. And even I'll even say How Do You Know, which I think is a good movie. Did you do Pluto no, Nash? I'm eight that I like. How do you know? That's the movie. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, good co- recovery because Jack be, Nicholson's last movie. I was about oh so. But it's the next one. Till the next one. I was about to be like, every Mike Nichols movie. Those are good. They are. That's my recommendation. That's my other recommendation. <laughs> Brian, every you Paul Feig movie. this week? Um, could like be Netflix, could be TV, could be film, doesn't matter. Um, there's a great Netflix um, documentary coming out, I think this week or the week after, called Five Came Back, and it's about five directors um, during World War II who went off and made propaganda films and five current directors like talking about each one. So like Spielberg's talking about William Wilder or, or no, Toro. John Ford. Um, Guillermo del Toro's Toro, yeah. talking about somebody and they kind of each do a segment on one director and it's kind of how they left the business to go off and make these oh. World War II propaganda films. And From both sides of the fence? I mean, I don't know. So it's, it's not like allied versus... No, it's really just to get everyone at home to feel good about the war. About World War oh, II. No, so no. they went over... Oh, I see, I see. Okay, so it was like allied filmmakers... Yeah, yeah. Talking mm-hmm. about I haven't seen it yet because it's not out, but it's definitely got good reviews. It's called Five Came Back. It'll be on Netflix soon. Okay, cool. And also, I'm going to watch the Dave Chappelle shit. Very cool. His two, his two comedy specials that just released. Um, I've got I've got a recommendation that uh, Jacob might like since he's into the Home Garden channel. Is that what it's called? Home and Garden Television. Home I didn't say television. I was into it. So I said I found Jacob it interesting. Really enjoys it. Home and Garden Television. This one is for him. It's called Grand Designs, and it's on Netflix. Just been released. It looks. It's. I mean, I love it. I've been watching it for years back home. It's um, it's uh, uh, Kevin McLeod, and uh, he, he does basically. It's rich British people, basically buying a really terrible choice in terms of property, and then turning it around and making a grand design out of it. It's um especially british it's very good <laughs> is it scripted no oh no it's like a it's like it's like why were you scoffing at hgtv then yeah i no, really don't same, understand this you is don't the understand same thing it's just <laughs> british. i know you're literally describing you were, you were really HGTV. giving him a hard time about it <laughs> i know but that's <laughs> that sounds like the, the, the but because it's because <laughs> i think it's, what we're encountering this, here is that is you're being a little design yes so what we're saying is that you're being pretentious <laughs> yeah uh, oh, whoa, Excuse you? <laughs> yes, yes. Just for the listeners here, we've caught Adrian in a pretentious hole. Actually, I just heard that like, flip and flop or flip or flop is just the American version of Grand Well, Fuck I was off. wondering Grand if Designs. there is, do you know this title, Grand Designs? Is it, have you heard this? No. no, it's not an American. But it does thing. sound yeah, like that, it does sound like they're a title. It's a really grand flip. Flip or flop is better. It sure. sounds like they're flipping. <laughs> flip or flop. 
It that, sounds like they're that flipping. Sounds it. like it's about shoes or sandals. It is. It's about flip flops. I'd watch yeah. that. Yeah, about thongs. Anyway, <laughs> check out Grand Designs. Hot tip, and then watch some Bob Ross if you get bored. If oh. you get bored, <laughs> watch Bob Ross. The cure to boredom is Bob fucking Ross. That's it. Can we can we can we do a whole podcast just about flipper flop versus grand design? Oh, and just love like that. which one we like more. Like a Hollywood and wine um special cast. Yeah. Sure. Just Okay. Um, I so will say I'm not interested in fighting about it because I was just interested so, uh, in HGTV. <laughs> As a thing, making more TV, I don't fucking watch it. Like, Although my dog does. Okay, but that's even worse that you don't watch it and you had to bring that up. <laughs> because it's not even like big news. Hey, I think hey. it's interesting. I, I know, but hey, you don't even watch that it. That HGTV is it. expanding more. <laughs> it doesn't I don't make any fucking sense. get it. This is like a. Are you just like a big fan of like MTV2? Like, oh my God, this is like a thing about the industry. This is, this is so important to Jacob. It's right? barely the about podcast. the industry. There's a million fucking channels. You don't it's watch a, this one. Why do you care about it? Uh, if because you actually watched it, I would have been fine with you bringing it up. That's not true. That Jacob <laughs> is married, okay? He's got a child, which is a dog. Yes. And <laughs> and and he might be looking at buying a house in the future, renovating that sort of thing. I know, so but he doesn't watch it. Though. If That's I were, issue. but he might watch it at some point. If I down were, I would not watch this because these are very upsetting. Why because they're always in fucking Atlanta. <laughs> because it's interesting. No, it's, but how can you say you, uh, you are totally against it? But it's interesting. You brought it up like it was like some big thing. I I think it is. I don't understand. Wh- I don't understand why you're upset at me. <laughs> because am I supposed to? I'm really am upset. I, I'm really I am upset. supposed to Hold love. On, let me explain why I'm upset. I'm supposed to love <laughs> everything I talk this about. Up like this was like some shit that you watched. And I was like, all right. The only reason I'm entertaining this is because he's a fan of it. <laughs> first of all, you were like right now. If, if first like of right all, now, hold right, on a second. Hold on. It'd be like if right now you're like, oh, you know what? I don't. I've never <laughs> seen Mom and Dad save the world. I just talked about it for five minutes. You, you brought it up like it was some big shit, <laughs> and that you loved it. And then suddenly you're just like, oh, I don't care about this at all. I literally <laughs> never said that I loved it. And I also just brought it up as a fucking regular point. And you never entertained it anyway. You literally were like, oh, well, why are we talking about this? Oh, I know. You made such a fight for it. <laughs> I, like, I got to bring this up, guys. Got to fucking play flip the tape back. I said, I said, this doing, is interesting. Flipper flop. Ohio. <laughs> I said I said this is interesting. I'd like to mention this. There are five flipper flop spin-offs. That's what I thing, said. Really. But what I'm saying is there's a million things going on in Hollywood right now. And we I read like five things. Let's and I read Deadline like, and I hold saw on guys, this. Let me say one more quick thing. Flipper flop. And I, <laughs> and I did. It and you a, inserted it. It was a quick like thing. Like at a climax of the podcast. Oh my we God, that was not a club. Jesus Christ. It, but just the part that, I'm not really mad, but just the part that I think is hilarious. I would say that's that a stretch to you say you're not. You like five minutes and then we were talking shit about it. You're like, hold on. This is important because this, this, and then you just literally go, you drop a bomb two minutes I ago. Don't like, I don't watch give a it. shit about this. I don't want, I said I wouldn't want to fight. I just think Flip it's or funny. flop versus grand design. I think it's funny. Which brings us back to the main point, which is watch grand design. Or Do don't, your choice. Favor. All right. So, um, just so you know, heads up for the listeners. Hold on, hold on. Did you guys home. know that CMT added two more series to their network? <laughs> they did. One of them is Sun Records. <laughs> You uh you may miss Based my musical. voice next week. Uh, my accent will be absent from the podcast because I'm going home uh, to the 
the motherland is that what you call it i don't know the back ship the Why mothership would, back to be australia i'm going, I'm going down under um back home uh so yeah i won't be here for the podcast in the next couple of weeks uh i'm not sure who will be running it over here but hopefully brian would be my pick <laughs> of the three <laughs> it's rude Thanks but i'll that. accept it thank yeah, you for that i think it's pretty i think that's fair we will probably have a special guest host though right I don't Potentially. think so. We'll see can what happens. Hold on, though. Can we get someone from Flipper Flop? <laughs> yeah, Tark or, Tark or them, Christina. Right? Those are the hosts. Are they really? I thought you said you haven't seen it. I said, I d- <laughs> Jesus Christ, you just weren't really listening. I said I don't watch it all the time. I said I wouldn't want to fight that or Grand Design because I don't care about it that much. That- I'm not going to get back into this argument, but anyways. <laughs> all Tark, right. I know the fucking show. listening to this, all right. Tark, all right, all right. come on out. So, Tarek, um, T-A-R-E-K. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So you even know the spelling. <laughs> yes, because I know the fucking show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Should we say our Twitter handles? Yes. Hit us with uh, our Twitter handle okay. first. First one, our Twitter handle is Hollywood Wine. That's Hollywood like Hollywood and the wine like a complaint. So H-O-L-L-Y-W-O-O-D-W-H-I-N-E. Uh, my handle is Hencoff, H-E-N-C-O-U-G-H. Brian's is L I L E S one three, and I think that's it. Mine is L U K E G A N S M O E. Luke Answell. It's weird cadence. Give me a follow. I'll. Uh, <laughs> I'll think about uh, following. I, I you do. Back. I, I'll do a little. Uh, you know, live tweet about flipper flop versus grand design, and so just d- grand designs. Plural. Grand designs. Yeah. There's more than one. Okay. And Let me know when it's on HGTV. And my uh, my my Twitter 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 handle Twiddle Twiddle is uh, I think it's just Adrian Old, but maybe it's Adrian underscore A six. One of those two, you'll find it. It's Adrian underscore Ald A U L D. There you go. Uh, and also make sure you check out our other podcasts. Of course, um, just this week we've had the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, a special cast come out from Geeks. So if you search on iTunes, Geeks. G-E-E-K-S. Like also, uh, we are Tessellate. If you search that, you'll find us too, which is we are Tessellate. Tessellate is spelled T-E-S-S-E-L-L-A-T-E, I do believe. Um, so, yeah, check it out. We've always always got uh, more content coming out. It's not just us, but uh, the rest of the team at We Are Tessellate. Uh, and uh, check it out. I think you'll find some stuff that you might be interested in. And here's a plug for next week. We will have our uh, theme song on next week's podcast so you'll be missing Ooh. you'll be missing the ald but you'll get the the song that's right and it's good oh yeah yeah it's gonna be solid yeah. all right uh thanks for listening please come back next week and uh gentlemen it's been a pleasure as always jacob is married okay he's got a child which is a dog <laughs> <laughs> i think it's interesting <laughs>